Hey, fellow Mathers, before we get into this episode, we want to share with you how you can get access to free content, professional learning that will keep your students engaged and doing the math that matters. Get ready to go to this link, mathisfigureoutable.com slash challenge. That's right. Registration is open for the free Math is Figure Outable challenge that's starting May 15th and runs to the 17th at 7 p.m. Central. We're going to have three nights jam-packed with learning and routines that you can take straight to your classroom. In these challenges, we have a great time. We do some math, talk about classroom experiences, give away super cool bonuses and prizes. You won't just walk away with routines that are naturally engaging and encourage your students to think mathematically. You'll also have a chance to win over 6 k worth in prizes, including a few virtual PD sessions for your school. I'll be joined by my wonderful co-host, Kim, and special guest, Jenna Labe. You can register at mathisfigureoutable.com slash challenge for a fantastic learning experience. That's mathisfigureoutable.com slash challenge. Now on to the show. Hey, fellow mathematicians. Welcome to the podcast where math is figureoutable. I'm Pam. And I'm Kim. And you found a place where math is not about memorizing and mimicking, waiting to be told or shown what to do. But y'all, it's about making sense of problems, noticing patterns, and reasoning using mathematical relationships. We can mentor mathematicians as we co-create meaning together. Not only are algorithms not particularly helpful in teaching mathematics, but rotely repeating steps actually keep students from being the mathematicians they can be. So, Kim, yeah. Here here is a friendly reminder that we have online workshops that launch only 3 times a year, and yep. one of those times is coming up. So, teachers, leaders, math learning friends, get your funding ready because registration opens in January for workshops that then launch at the end of the month. Um if you uh, are planning to take a workshop this coming January, this is your time to get ready. Get your funding, get your permission, things, get it ready. Super exciting. Yep. So in previous episodes, we did a short series on the open number line and that was wildly successful. So we thought that we would spend some time diving deep into one of our other favorite models, the ratio table. The ratio table. Mm -hmm. What in the world is a ratio table? Ratios. Like I remember vaguely hearing about ratios in middle school. Like what are you? Oh. So if I may, why is the ratio table one of, and literally short list, one of our favorite mathematical models? What is so amazing about the ratio table? So if I may, I'm going to give kind of a little bit of my um, informal definition of a ratio table first. Yeah. A ratio table is taking the relationships that naturally mathy people use to solve many problems, multiplication, division, proportional reasoning problems. It's taking the relationships that somehow they just kind of have a natural aptitude that they kind of use those relationships to solve problems. A ratio table is a way to make that thinking visible. Mm -hmm. It's It's a way to pull it and make it visible so that we can then point at it and discuss and talk and by using it, develop that kind of reasoning in the learner's head at the same time. Yeah. So I'm thinking there is this group of people out there that have this sort of natural, there's a word I'm looking for, affinity. That's the word I want. This natural Mm. affinity 
for seeing patterns and then using those patterns. And the more they do, the kind of more relationships and connections they build in their head, but kind of naturally, just like some kids, we've talked about this before, some kids kind of naturally pick up a basketball and start to dribble and they between their legs and they can spin the ball on their finger. And, yeah. and not everybody has that talent, but, but you can learn to do that. You can watch it and you can make sense of it. And you can uh, try your best to, to do that. Kind of, we, we all, all have kind of natural talents that we um, lean towards. The ratio table is a brilliant way of taking what some people have kind of naturally done and opening it up to the rest of us. Yeah. The rest of yeah. us get a chance to reason the same way. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was going to say that uh, I think you might get into this, but I think that some of us who did kind of those mathy things and thought about patterns and relationships, you're, you're saying it's opening it up to others so that mm-hmm. they can make sense. I think it also made things more clear for me. Mm-hmm. So when, when you, said. you introduced that model to me, I was able to do even more because I had a model. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And, and, and for all sorts of reasons, uh, yeah. you, had, you had a model, we could talk about it. Like I said yeah. earlier, it was point addable. We could mm-hmm. discuss it together. And the more you use it, the more you develop that reasoning and thinking and, yep. and we all just get better at it. So it's yeah. super cool. All right. So brass tacks, what, what is a ratio table? It's a paired number table. Mm-hmm. So pairs of numbers, but it's a it's very specific paired number table. It's not just any table where you have, you know, X's and Y's or values in the, in the one column and the other column. It's very specific in that the ratios of every X to every Y are equivalent. Those ratios are equivalent. So if I look at any of the paired numbers in the table, the ratio of the X to the Y or that the one in the left-hand side to the one on the right-hand side is equivalent to every other ratio in the table of the left-hand side to the right-hand side. And so it's a very specific kind. Now that might, you're like, Pam, what does that even mean? Well, then we would definitely want to do it in context. And that makes a whole lot more sense. And we'll do a lot of that today. Um, but just a couple of other brass tax things. Uh, ratio tables can be both horizontal and vertical. When I just said the values on the left side and the values on the right side, I was thinking about a vertical ratio table. If I was thinking about a horizontal ratio table, then I would think about the ratio of the numbers in the top row to the numbers in the bottom row. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, it's all about those ratios being equivalent. We would suggest that as you work with ratio tables, you introduce ratio tables in context. So you mm-hmm. have context that makes sense and then stay in context as much as you can until students are really starting to get a feel for it. And then, then decontextualize and let kids make the mistakes they're going to make when there's not context to lean on. And, and then bring back context to help them reason about the things that they're going to do. And that will come up uh, a little bit later in today's episode about how to do that. A couple of other things to consider as you work with ratio tables, specifically as we watch people, uh, teachers use ratio tables. Kim, I'm just aware as I'm talking about things, about ratio tables, I almost wonder if this, this list of things I was going to talk about would be better after we did some work with it. I don't mm, know. I mean, mm. I guess I could keep talking about it. We can mention it again. Yeah. Okay, let me just mention them briefly, not discuss too much, and then we'll we'll bring it back up. One of the things that we see novice ratio table teachers do is they won't ever erase. Mm-hmm. So we'll be working in a ratio table and they'll model the thinking, they'll represent it, making it visible, but then they leave it all up there. And there's all these marks and different things and, and it just gets really muddy and crazy. And so we, we definitely there are there are strategic times to erase. There's a brilliant inverse relationship that shows up in a ratio table between multiplication and division. Mm -hmm. That's a really nice part about ratio tables. 
we we definitely want students to still see multiplication and division symbols. We want them to see multiplication and division equations. We even want them to see the housetop, if, if we could call it that, the, the kind of way that um, long division is written, but not then have that be, oh, now thou shalt do the steps of the long division algorithm. Right. We just It's just a way of representing the relationships. Oh, it's this divided into that. Um, or it's or it's the, the the number under the housetop is being divided by the number sort of outside the housetop. Yeah. Um, we, we need students to be able to read that. Um, it's just that with ratio tables, when they see those multiplication and division symbols or notations, it means a different kind of thinking. And that kind of thinking can be done on a ratio table. Yeah. Is there anything you want to add to my little description of a ratio table? Hmm. No, I think it's pretty solid. All right. right. So let's, let's get down. Let's do some stuff with a ratio table. So uh, listeners, we're going to invite you to grab a pencil and a paper. Oh wait, a pen and a paper. No pencil. (laughs) I can't believe I said pencil. (laughs) It's the right thing to grab. (laughs) Oh man. Okay. I have to just tell a quick, funny story. I was recently in South Africa and we were talking about, we just said the right kind of thinking. I, I, they drive on the other side of the road. Mm -hmm. And I would say to my good friend who was driving i'm like you're driving on the wrong side of the road and she would say no i'm driving on the other side of the road not the wrong side of the road who's driving on the wrong anyway so it was the right side i mean right is a funny word right the correct side because we do drive on the right side of the road in two yeah. ways the correct and the right hand side of the road which she would take umbrage with no it's the left anyway it, it made me slightly dizzy to drive on the left hand side of the road but all is well okay so the right way of thinking here we go or the right way of writing with a pencil yeah. <laughs> All right, Kim, I'm going to throw out a few questions and we're going to talk about how a ratio table can be helpful in reasoning through those questions. Okay. So I'm going to start with one box of Smarties. Have, do you know what a Smartie is? Yes. Okay. It's, fabulous so it's, candy. okay. it's not, it's not those. Uh, so the things in the U S are, they're like chalky. They're kind of like these funny disc shaped things. They're mm-hmm. like, yeah. So I don't mean those. Oh. I mean, I mean, they're, they're kind of like M&M substitutes no. <laughs> and, and you can get them in Canada and you can get them in South Africa. And I was just in both recently in both of those countries um, where they're, they were like, Hey, you have to try Smarties. And I was like, or M&Ms anyway. So I'm just, we're just for our international listeners today, it's going to be Smarties and you can picture whatever you want Smarties to be. They could be those chalky things if you like them or whatever, but we're going to picture a container that has a bunch of those Smarties in it. And I'm going to say that one of those boxes, one of those containers has 72 Smarties in it. Yum. Okay. That's, that's a lot of Smarties. It is so a lot. on a ratio table, Kim, I'm just curious, what did you just write down? Um, I drew a horizontal line and I wrote one to 72. So one on top and 72 on the bottom of the line. And you do usually use horizontal ratio tables, don't you? I do. I just get more board space that way. And I just wrote a vertical ratio table where in the left-hand column, I wrote box and one. And on the right-hand column, I wrote Smarties 72. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. So what if we had two boxes? How many Smarties? That would be 144 Smarties. Because if you... Double the number of boxes, then you double the number of Smarties. And that makes sense. Cool. Mm-hmm. What if you had four boxes of Smarties? Uh, 288. 288 boxes? Smarties. 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 Sorry. Four, so I, I did twice 
the number of boxes from two to four would be twice as many boxes, which would be twice as many Smarties. So that's 288. Because you doubled the 144. Mm -hmm. So Kim, weren't you supposed to though, go back to the one to 72? Weren't you supposed to multiply the 72 by four? Like, did you, were you sort of cheating there a little bit? Like, um, I used a, a nicer relationship for sure, because I don't want to do uh, 72 times four. I'd rather double the two boxes, which was 144 Smarties. Yeah. Why not? Right. And especially since you already had it in front of you, it'd be yeah. one thing if I just said, Hey, one box for 72, find four. Well, then you might think about four times 72, but since we already had the two, might as yeah. well use it. Cool. Yeah. All right. How about and oh, on my right. ratio table? I, you know, since we're describing kind of what my mind looked like, I actually wrote uh, an arrow with the times two from two to four and an arrow with the times two from 144 to 288. So did I. Okay. Cool. Very good. And so we're sort of keeping track. Like you said, if you double the number of boxes, you double the number of Smarties. And that makes sense. We can reason about what's legal to do in a ratio table using that context. Mm -hmm. All right. What about eight boxes of Smarties? That would be 576. How do you know? Um, so if four boxes of Smarties was 288 Smarties, then again, I doubled the number of boxes and doubled the number of Smarties. How did you double the 288? I'm super curious. Oh, I knew you were going to ask me. So <laughs> I, um, I actually doubled from left to right, which I know is weird. And I feel like we might've talked about this at some point that I, I, Probably theoretically could have done um, a, a nicer job and been less double checking myself if I had doubled 300 and then backed up 24. But for whatever reason, I was in the mode of going left to right. So I doubled the 200, doubled the 80, doubled the eight. So did I actually. Did you really? All right. I did. Yeah. And then I thought I could have doubled. And let me slow down your double 300. So if you're going to double 288, instead mm -hmm. double too much, double 300, mm -hmm. but you doubled. 12 extra twice because mm -hmm. 88 mm -hmm. is it, play. I have, you need a little bit of 588. Mm -hmm. You need 12. So that 12 to get to hundred to, to get that 300. Cool. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's see, we've got two boxes, eight, four boxes, eight boxes. Often I will ask students right now, what do you think of next? And I will often say, Oh, two, four, eight, 16. And I'll go, mm -hmm. Nope. Good try. Mm -hmm. 10. Yep. <laughs> so yep. 10, 10 boxes of Smarties. How many Smarties? Uh, 720 Smarties. Whoa, you, that was kind of like, did you, did you use the eight boxes to help you with that? Um, no, I didn't. I actually went back to the one box, which I've kind of ignored this whole time. Before, before you talk about that, could we talk about a possible eight box uh -huh. strategy? Yeah. So eight boxes was 576 Smarties mm -hmm. and two boxes is 144 Smarties. So I could add the eight boxes and the two boxes and those corresponding Smarties which would be 720. Cool. You could add the 144 Smarties mm -hmm. to the 576. Yeah, nice. Mm -hmm. But instead you decide, I thought we decided not to go back to the one. You know, earlier we said, don't go back to the one, yeah. just double yeah. just double from where you are. But yeah. But so like, why are you switching up here? Um, I think because I know a, a relationship <laughs> between one box and 10 boxes. Which is? Uh, times 10. Ah, and you so, know what I'm actually thinking about right now is mm -hmm. I'm, I'm recording what I'm thinking about on a piece of paper mm -hmm. and I have that times two and times two on there. And I, I, you talked about earlier about erasing at mm -hmm. pivotal times mm -hmm. and I'm trying to decide if for the sake of niceness on my paper, 
I want to erase those times twos. Because if I were uh, in the classroom, mm-hmm. this would be a moment where I would erase the two previous times twos so that I could make a nice uh, going from the one to the 10, make it a, a nice, real clear times 10 relationship. Because because when things are clear, kids learn better. Why would you want it? Uh, because I want to emphasize the relationship that's being used. And I think it's going to get a little muddy. I don't know how many questions you're going to ask. And, and mm-hmm. we've had the conversation of times two already. So I'm ready to move forward to the new relationship. And and is it also true that, that what's important are the number of boxes and number of smarties at this point to, mm-hmm. to mess with the finding the number of smarties in 10 boxes, mm-hmm. the, the, the doubling that you did to get up there is no longer relevant, right? right? right. So we can sort right. of get rid of the un, uh, irrelevant stuff and, and kind of focus yeah. on the times 10. Yeah. And 72 times 10 is indeed 720. Nice. Yeah. Uh, a, a fine relationship to use. Cool. How about nine boxes of smarties? Um, so nine boxes of Smarties, uh, I could do a couple of ways. Mm-hmm. The first way I'm thinking about is I could think about eight boxes plus one box. Mm-hmm. Or the one I really want to use is 10 boxes minus a box to get to nine boxes. So that would be 720 Smarties minus 72 Smarties. Mm-hmm. And I think that is 648 Smarties. And how do you know? Um, I actually am thinking, I, I, I kind of want to check myself to be honest with you. So down below my ratio table, mm-hmm. I wrote 720 and I want to remove 72. So I'm removing 20 to get to 700. And then I'm removing 52. The remaining 52. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, to get to 648. Because if I have 52, you need mm-hmm. 48 to make a hundred. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I agree. 648. And I actually subtracted the same way. I started to wonder about shifting it a little bit and I, I didn't ever, I didn't get a chance because you were talking, but like 72 is 28 from 100. Mm-hmm. So I could think about 720 subtract 72 as something subtract 100. I'd have to, mm-hmm. if I added 28 to the 72, I'd have to add 28 to the 720 and that would be 748. So 748 minus 100 is also 648. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if anybody finds it interesting. I actually had to say that out loud in order to do it. <laughs> mm. So that was less me explaining what I was doing and more me saying it out loud so that I could actually do the computation. Yeah. In other words, I can't talk and, and do it at the same time, or I can't talk about something else and do it at the same time. I have to, yeah. so anyway, I don't know if you care. Okay. So, so you could have done the eight box plus the one, uh, but only really if we already had the eight boxes, Right. 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 If you're walking down the street and I said, hey, Kim, one box has 72 Smarties, how many are in nine? Which strategy, the eight plus the one or the 10 minus the one, do you think you would gravitate toward, you know, if you didn't have all this work that we'd done before? Oh, for sure. The 10, the 10 boxes minus one box. Because? Uh, because finding 10 times something is uh, pretty doable. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I, would, I would have to walk through doubling to get to the eight. Right, right. Because you don't just know eight times 72, but 10 no. times 72, bam, there it is. Yeah. So you might as well use it. Cool. All right. How about five boxes? Five boxes, mm. please. Pretty please. Five boxes. Five boxes is going to be 360 Smarties. How do you know? Um, I knew 10 boxes was 720. So half the number of boxes would be half the number of Smarties. How did you do half of 720? I'm curious. Um, hang on. I'm writing on my ratio table. 
I did. <laughs> I did half of um, 700 is 350 and half of 20 is 10. So 350 and 10 is 360. Nice. Do you want to know what I was thinking? Yeah. Half of 72 is 36. Mm, yeah. I didn't used to know that, but I've played around with doubling and having a lot. Double, mm-hmm. I shouldn't say double, like doubling and then having, not the strategy mm-hmm. doubling and having, but you know, doubling a lot and then having mm-hmm. a lot. And so I just sort of, that one I know now that half of 72 is 36. Nice. Cool. Okay. Uh, so let's see, that was five boxes of Smarties. You could have also used four boxes in one box if you yeah. wanted to. And, and we often will ask students to share that one, but then uh, almost kind of, so we have this sort of shock value of, oh, but you could just do half a 10 because it's so mm-hmm. nice because five is half a 10. Yeah. How about uh, 15 boxes of Smarties? You got for that? Uh, 1,080. How do you know? Uh, 10 boxes was 720 and five boxes is 360. So that's 1,080. Cool. So just like we could say five times anything is half of the 10 times that thing, how might you verbalize your 15 times what you just did? Say that one more time. If 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 we could generalize to say, oh, I could find five times anything by finding 10 times that thing and dividing it in half to get mm-hmm. five times mm-hmm. that thing. What if I said, but I, now I want 15 times that thing. Mm. How could you, yeah, you, you could think about 10 times that thing and half of the 10 times that thing. So another five times a thing and put those together. And then together to get 15. Cool. Yeah. And you could do that yeah. with 15 times anything. Well, yeah. Seems, seems kind of slick. Yeah. All right. I really, really like Smarties. So 100 boxes of Smarties. <laughs> How many Smarties? 100. Um, I'm actually going to go with 7,200. And I know okay. you're going to ask me how I know. Yep. I decided to go back to the 10, um, 10 boxes and scale up by 10 again. Ah. So 10 uh, times 10 is 100. So 720 times 10 is 7,200. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And uh, I've heard lots of people say at that point that they're thinking about 172s and that you could, that's equivalent to 72 100s, mm-hmm. which is this, an equivalent name for that 7,200 is 7,200. Yeah. That's another way of thinking about that. Cool. Yep. Okay. That's ridiculous, Kim. We cannot have that many boxes of Smarties. Mm-hmm. We're only going to have 99. So how many boxes of Smarties would have nine or how many Smarties would be in 99 boxes? Uh, 7,128. How do you know? Um, a hundred boxes you asked me about was 7,200, mm-hmm. but I need one less box of Smarties and that's 72 less. So 7,200 minus 72 is 7,128. Okay. So on your paper, did you write down 7200 and underneath that 72, draw the line and start no, to start to no. borrow, regroup all the crossy outies. And thankfully, did, no, no. Okay, how, but that, I mean, that that's subtraction across zeros is often a problem. Teachers are Huge. like, oh, help us. Like, yeah. how do we do that? So, how, how, how were you thinking about 7,200 minus 72? So, um, in 7,200 or 7,200, you have 7,100 and then another 100. So I kind of set aside in my head the 7,100 part. Okay. And I played a little I have you need with 72 and the extra 100. So I thought about given that extra 100 that I had broke apart from the 7,200, 
what would I have you need be for 72? And I know that that would be 28. So then I put the 28 back with the original 7,100. Nice. And I just drew on my paper to make that visible. I drew a number line and I put 7,100 on the left and I put mm -hmm. 7,200 on the right. And I kind of said that uh, then I made a big jump between them of 100, right? So 7,100 mm -hmm. plus 100 is 7,200. And then in, in, then there's that hundred you were talking about, that mm -hmm. hundred sitting there. And if we need to subtract 72, so I made a jump back of 72. I know I have you need is 28. So then I made a jump forward from the 7,100, a jump forward of 28. And then I can just ask myself, where is that? Where, mm -hmm. where do those, where do those meet? Oh, it's 7,100 mm -hmm. and 28. Bam. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay, cool. Uh, we're almost there. How about 50? 50. 50 boxes of Smarties. How many Smarties? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I went back to the five boxes mm -hmm. that you had asked about earlier. And I uh, did five boxes times 10 would be 50 boxes and 360 Smarties times 10 would be 3,600 Smarties. So I nice. got 3,600. So you could think about 50 based on the five. Mm -hmm. So if you needed 50 times anything, you could say, well, I could find five of them. Oh, by yep. getting 10 of them. So mm -hmm. 10 of them could be half of that's five of them. And then scale that up, like you said, times 10 to get 50. Yep. Yep. You could also have gone from the hundred, right? We had yeah. the 100 yeah. up there. We could have cut that in half. Yep. Cool. Nicely done. How about 49 time, 49 boxes of Smarties? Well, since I just did the 50 um, and that was 3,600, mm -hmm. then I could do kind of like I did the 99 from the hundred. I could mm -hmm. do 49 from the 50. And just remove uh, 72. So that would from, be 30, 30 uh, from, from the 3,600. So remove mm -hmm. 72 Smarties from the 3,600 Smarties. Because mm -hmm. it's one box less. And get 3,528. And you just solved a whole lot of multiplication problems. Thinking and reasoning. Using what you know. Using multiplicative relationships. And I would suggest as we do this kind of work with students they build those relationships more and more in their minds until it's becomes sort of second nature. It's an in yeah. intuitive thing that they, they, it, it's almost like they say, can I use what I know? And you're like, well, what's up there? What do you already have? What do you, what? And, 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 and as we're doing a string like this, there's a bunch of things that we've already solved that they can use. So what happens when they see a problem in the wild? <laughs> like if we literally were to say, Hey, you've got 72 smarties in a box and you're looking for 49, boxes could they say to themselves well let's see 49 oh that's almost 50 yeah. uh 50 that's half of a 100 or like you said 50 i can scale up from five. Ooh, so if i can find 10 i can cut that 10 and a half to get five i can scale that up from five or even a middle school strategy could be could i find half a box now i've got 0.5 mm-hmm and then scale that 0.5 up to five and then to 50 or just from 0.5 to 50 and go that yeah. direction and then take off one to get the 49. Yeah. Lots and lots of multiplicative relationships um, that we can do using a ratio table to help students reason the way mathematicians are reasoning about multiplication. Super cool. Anything else you want to say about ratio tables? Um... No, I don't think so. I'm looking at mine, Pam, and it's there's a lot happening here. There's a lot happening. Yeah. I think I think we can continue to have some more conversation about critical moments to erase mm. as we as we keep talking about ratio tables. 
Yeah. Yeah. We could also talk about what, which questions I would ask when, what, which mm-hmm. strategies I would share first, mm-hmm. um, why this order of problems, lots yeah. of things that are kind of embedded. We, we are so excited about ratio tables that we're going to continue to talk about ratio tables. So tune in next week for yeah. more on our fantastically favorite model, the ratio table. Yeah. And again, a friendly reminder that we have online workshops that only launch three times a year. And one of those times is coming up. So we're I'm mentioning it today. So you have time to arrange for funding, get your planning in order so that when registration opens in January, you are ready. All right. Thank you for tuning in and teaching more and more real math. To find out more about the Math is Figureoutable movement, visit mathisfigureoutable.com. Let's keep spreading the word that math is figure out of Thank you for listening and making math more figure outable. To learn even more, make sure you register for our free challenge at mathisfigureoutable.com slash challenge. You are not going to want to miss the evenings of May 15th through 17th, starting at 7 p.m. Central. Math teaching, math teaching, go register now. That's mathisfigureoutable.com slash challenge. Join us to make math more and more figure outable. And if you can't join live, register and we'll send you access to the recordings. We'll see you there.